Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Welcome back to Anxiety Slayer. This week, Ananga and I are celebrating our eighth anniversary, bringing an Anxiety Slayer podcast to you. Happy anniversary, Ananga. Thank you, Shen. Eight years, baby. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful journey. It has. And thank you to all of our listeners for sticking with us for eight years and for all of our new listeners who are just finding out about us. We are in this for the long haul and enjoy producing Anxiety Slayer for you so much. We often receive questions in our inbox asking us to teach more about working with unwanted thoughts and painful emotions, and also receive regular requests for more information on Ayurveda and its teachings on calming the mind. So today, Ananga and I will discuss the How to Calm Your Fragile Mind course, where we go in depth into both subjects, and we just included some extra wisdom teachings and practices just in time for a special anniversary sale. Our new updated version of How to Calm Your Fragile Mind now includes a guided EFT tapping practice for honoring your emotions, an Ayurvedic meditation practice to help you calm your mind, and the emotional stress release technique to help you ease anxious thoughts and worries. Visit anxietyslayer.teachable.com to get How to Calm Your Fragile Mind for 50% off until this Friday, October 6th. In this week's podcast, we're going to be talking about honoring your emotions and experiences and sharing a little about the new guided tapping practice in the course that we've created to help you work with deeper self-compassion when emotional pain arises. When we find ourselves caught with emotional pain and thoughts and feelings arise that we're not comfortable with, we tend to go into fight, flight, or freeze. Very often we just freeze and we tense up. But there's great importance in our own healing and personal development in honoring our emotions. So that's why I went to an EFT practice for helping with this, because it can be very uncomfortable and it can require a little courage. And EFT really helps to help us hold space and soften the way. There are many ways we can use EFT tapping. The usual practice is to name a specific issue, for example, a fear of spiders, anxiety about public speaking, or to help us settle an experience with a past specific trauma, or even using EFT tapping for physical pain. When we use EFT in that way, it's used in a very targeted way, where one problem is selected and focused on for the tapping session. But EFT can also be used really sweetly for tapping for positive aspirations. For example, permission to rest, claiming personal space, setting better boundaries, enhancing our creativity, finding the courage to try something we've always wanted to do, or one of our favorite areas, which is opening to hope and working with self-acceptance. And I've found that working with EFT tapping helps us overcome the pain of resistance because we have a tendency to become brittle as we resist, as a part of us shouts, no, or, you know, the mind tends to focus in on what we don't want, what we fear, what might go wrong next. And 
we really do tense up. I've caught myself before uh, making fists and then, you know, gently unfurling my fingers and being like, okay, there's some work I need to do here because I was unconsciously clenching up. And, and we do that. It's, it's very natural. And many of the practices and wisdom teachings included in how to calm your fragile mind are designed to help you settle with all of these unwelcome feelings, no matter what they are, to be with any emotional pain you're currently experiencing with pure self-love and self-kindness. And as Ananga mentioned, it can take real courage, but when you do, it'll help you breathe, it'll help you be with what is, and as you start to soften the edges of the pain, you'll begin feeling so much better, and you'll be on that path of self-understanding and release. Yeah, I think this is a real key area that we have many great teachers already exploring this. Tara Brach, Kristin Neff, who's an expert on self-compassion, Paul Gilbert, who teaches mindfulness for self-compassion. And these teachers are all very transparent and very open. And I think their work is so necessary for us because we do have this brittle resistance within when things aren't going as planned. And we all know that there are so many things come at us in life that we can't fix and we can't change. And we'll all experience so many situations and outcomes that don't go anywhere near how we would have wanted them to turn out, but they're happening anyway, and they're going to happen anyway. So our greatest challenge is to soften the resistance and turn to ourselves with loving acceptance and to learn to be here for ourselves no matter what. And that's something that I'm personally still very much working on. When Tara Brack teaches, she says, my percentages are improving. I really like that. It's a very significant part of our healing journey to be able to just bring it right back around as a, a U-turn back into our heart and just say, I know this is hard for you right now. How can I help you? I'm here for you. And it builds such a sense of self-sufficiency, but not in an independent, shut-down way where we're really bounded up with electric fences, but just that we need less completion and external validation when we start to say, I'm here for you. I hear you. How can I help you? It brings such a sense of loving presence and self-acceptance, which I believe is real key to healing. I agree. And it's also something that we tend to be really good at with others. We tend to be really good at nurturing others and asking them, how do they feel and what do they need? And when we start to turn that around in ourselves and in our own lives and be more sweet with ourselves, it's amazing what happens. Your self-esteem soars. You start to realize that I am worth it. Before we met today, we met a little bit later thanks to your flexible schedule, uh, I wasn't feeling so great and I needed to rest. And the only way I was going to be able to show up for this podcast today was to get the rest I needed after sleeping poorly last night. And I did that and I feel so much better. And you can hear it in my voice that I feel well. And, and I do that because of self-care. So that's you know just one example of sometimes things get shifted about so that you can put yourself at the front of the line. Yeah, it's, it's an important point you raise. And as we're celebrating now, right now, our eighth anniversary of working together, we both know that in eight years of anyone's human existence, a lot of stuff happens. You know that a lot of stuff's happened in my life. I've been here with you 
through stuff that's happened in your life and being able to honor and respect each other and to hold that space for each other that we hope for each other that we'll honor and respect ourselves and being able to reschedule and move around things when big stuff goes down in life, that's why we're still here. If there was brittleness in, in what we're trying to do together, we would have hung up our headphones a long time ago. Right. We would have. It's been an honor and a pleasure to partner with you for these last eight years in Nanga, and I look forward to many years to come. And you know, this is true heart and soul work for us. And that's the other reason why we're still here, not just because of of the flexibility, but because we can make a difference. And you're a lot of fun to hang around with. I, you know, I've, I've, learned, I've learned a lot from you, Ananga. So, uh, and we've become really good friends. And thank you for that. I'd like to thank you too. I feel that we really have come together with the intention of firstly and foremost, sharing whatever we can to help people suffering with your mind is horrible. It's so incredibly painful. And just being able to share that the nature of the mind is that it's delicate and it's easily disturbed. And if you're feeling in pain and broken and lost, you're not alone. And there are things you can do to help yourself feel more comfortable, more confident, more settled, more grounded, and to get back on your feet again. We will all experience so many emotional storms, but we don't have to get struck by their lightning. And the practices that we're offering in this course are to help us be okay with being with the rain and the thunder and to witness it with a kind acceptance towards ourselves. And Shan, you sent me a pebble uh-huh. a couple of years ago, just before I went into hospital for surgery, and I still have it by my bed. And on that pebble, you wrote, This too shall pass. And it will. Everything passes, just like the seasons come and go. But When we look to ourselves with loving kindness, we have the opportunity to heal and grow while it does. Even if we're going through really rocky times, we still have the opportunity to nurture ourselves and heal and grow through it as best we can. And really, that's what this offering is all about. To celebrate our eighth anniversary, we're offering one of our most popular Anxiety Slayer courses for 50% off. How to Calm Your Fragile Mind is available at half price from October 1st through October 6th. Get it now at anxietyslayer.teachable.com.